I'm David Bryan. And I'm Brenda Bryan. This is Renovation Made Right. considering a remodeling project now or sometime in the future, Renovation Made Right will be your single source to help guide you through getting the project you want and an experience that you'll enjoy. Renovation Made Right will tackle topics that range from how to select the right project and contractor to tips on surviving the remodeling process to best practices for kitchen or bath design. We have over 30 years of experience in the industry and are owners of the well-established design-build remodeling company, Black Dog Builders, in Salem and Nashua, New Hampshire. We're sitting down with industry professionals and past clients to tap into their experiences and insights so we can equip you with the tools you need to make your own project a success. Welcome back to Renovation Made Right. This is Brenda Bryan. And I'm David Bryan. And today we are going to talk about living through the remodeling experience. You seem to jump in with great verve. I'm, exu- I'm excited about this topic. You're excited about this topic. Uh, <laughs> now you're going to make fun of me. That's oh, nice. That, okay, here. I'll get you next time. I'll get you back next time. Don't you worry. <laughs> next time you make a little blah, blah, blah. Yes, we could start uh, over, but we're not going nope, to. Nope, let's leave that right Let's roll. Okay. We're human. So what we want to talk to you about today is... When you've done all the hard work of, you know, investigating everything, doing the contracts, blah, blah, blah. You've thought about the project for years. You've thought about it. You are literally pregnant with this situation. But here comes what we like to call the hard labor. So the hard labor is living through having people in your house, doing the work, the mess, the disruption, the noise the lack of ability to get into the spaces that you use on a regular basis. How do you cope with that? Yeah, so... That's a big problem for a lot of people. You know, like I said, it's almost like being pregnant, right? You've got nine months of sort of like thinking about what it's going to be like, imagining what your life is going to be like, doing all the fun stuff, and then labor starts. And this episode is about teaching you how to pant through the process. (laughs) I like that metaphor. (laughs) That's very good. Um, So let's talk about that a little, because I think I don't, um, I really, really, really believe that sort of your attitude determines the outcome of the situation, right? It absolutely does. And we have, so we've been doing this for 30 years, and we have countless examples of clients who have sailed through remodeling projects and examples of clients who have struggled through remodeling mm-hmm. projects. And and in either scenario, you know, our, the way we build a project doesn't change. Mm-hmm. We build a project the same way. We communicate the same way. We do everything the same way. The variable in this is the client, right? right. And I'm going to, I want to share a story with you <clears throat> that you will recall, I believe. Um, and it was years ago and it was a large project. And we are at the pre-construction meeting, and uh, it was an architect design project where we were taking the back of the house off. It was a a large home. We're taking the entire back of the house off. So at one point in time, if you stood in the backyard, you could literally look like a dollhouse. You could literally Mm -hmm, look into mm -hmm. every single room, right? I think I know the project Um, you're talking about. And then we were going to take the house and stretch it out like 15 feet in the back, Mm -hmm. right, to add a third to the house and a whole bunch of work, right? So... Almost every single room was impacted, and and we're painting this picture for the for the clients and explaining to them what it's going to be like, and that we really encourage them to move out of the home. And that's not often the case. Mm-hmm. I mean, if a consumer has the ability to be somewhere else, that's often I mean, that's often great. Um, but it's not always the case. People don't always have two homes or, or want to pay for you know an apartment, a, 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 right or right. any kind of stuff. And I totally get that. But this was a job where it was it was a big enough deal where nobody should have been living in that house, mm-hmm. right? So we're at the pre-construction meeting. We're talking through this, and 
uh, the folks are like, and they're excited. They can't wait to start making sawdust, and they're and and they're like, and we're, they're kind of basically trying to assure us it's going to be okay because we're like, we really think you should be out, right? right? And they're like, well, no, 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 no. It, it, don't worry, it'll be fine. We're really very much. We're like we're campers. We, we're very camper type people, right? <laughs> okay, that's all good. That's so. Eventually, they convince the whole team like, okay, they're campers, mm-hmm. right? Um, and we launched the project, and at the end of the first week. These people were insane. They were out of their minds with upset and frustration and disarray. And there's dust and there's noise and there's breezes and there's water and there's all, right? All of which we explained would be the case in detail, right? Mm -hmm. And they are losing their minds. So I believe that when they talked about being campers, what they really meant was they like to camp at the Ritz-Carlton. Right. Right. That was their version of camping, right? <laughs> was, well, we're actually not staying in a suite. We're just staying in a single room right. at the Ritz. Yeah. Right. And we really do well with that. Right. Yeah. And so uh, and so that gets down to a lot about knowing yourself. Yes. Right? And, know thyself. Right. And, and, and don't pull any punches. I mean, really think about, do you, do you like change when you go to a restaurant? Do you like to sit at the same table? Do you like to... Um, Eat the same things. Like, right. think about how much you roll with change versus how much you don't, and be very objective in that. Right, and 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 be sort of make a reasonable assessment of who you are in the world, and 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 think about that. And um, and if you're a person who is used to a lot of routine and used to a lot of structure, um, and that's and, and disrupting that is going to be a challenge. Tell your team that. Tell your folks that you're going to work with. Right, yeah. and and um, because going into it. Um, sort of with an artificially, uh, uh, I don't know, uh, optimistic perspective that you might actually be different than you really are, mm-hmm. just going to make your life miserable and the contract's right. life miserable. Right. And, and it doesn't have to be that way, right? And there are things that your contractor can do to help you live through the experience better, but not if you don't communicate with them, mm-hmm. right? Um, and so, you know, being, being upfront and concerned about, first of all, your contractor should have what's called a pre-construction meeting, mm-hmm. right? That's a really, and if, and if that's not a normal part of your contractor's process, then you need to make it a part for this for this project for you, right? Mm-hmm. You need to request that. And what should a pre-construction meeting look like? Well, so the kinds of things that are going to be covered are if you have pets, how do we deal with the pets? What are the pets' names? What are the kids' names? Do you have kids? Who, you know, uh, are they nervous? Are right. your pets nervous? Um where, which door should people come in and out of? Which bathroom are they allowed to use? Right. Or, um, or if they're not allowed to use a bathroom, we need to know that because that needs we need to rent a porta pot, which and is that you're going to pay for. Right. Which is which by is the way fine. totally fine. Yeah. But you got to be you know you don't want to find that out after the fact. This should be questions your contractor may have already asked you. Is right. you know do you want these things or not? And you know is there going to be a parent home when the kids get home from school? Right. You know or or there's a dual income family and no they they they're going to come home and do their own thing right all. All those variables that go into um, living with strangers in your home, right, uh, is an important thing to have a conversation about and to walk through and, and to talk about. And and that pre-construction meeting that kicks that off and addresses all those questions with the with with both homeowners and the team that's going to do the work right. is a really really important part of kicking a project off in a positive way that allows you to live through the experience better, right? Yep. Um, and and then. Then your state of mind, right, is the other big piece of this, right? So I, I don't – there's some folks that actually look at the renovation process as fun and mm-hmm. they have a good time and they're excited and they're mm-hmm. into it and that's all good. And there are some people who look at the renovation process as 
um, this is a necessary evil to get my new kitchen, mm-hmm. right? And, and the truth is that both of those perspectives are completely valid and both of those experiences are going to be different for those consumers because they made it that way. Right. Right. Yeah. So and you, you get back to the whole, you know, should should I be staying there? Should I not be staying there while something is going on? Again, know the area that you're going to be uh, living in. So say you're doing your master bathroom over and your master bedroom is attached to the master bath. Is there another bedroom that you can move into for the period of time that you're doing the work that you right. would be comfortable in and another bathroom that you, you can use so that you don't have strangers walking through your master bedroom all the time to get to your master bath to do the work? And you, again, this is this is about making you feel comfortable in your home. So if there's a way that you can set up sort of a temporary right. um, place that you feel comfortable, again, for a lot of projects when we're doing kitchens, we set up a temporary kitchen. We right. say, okay, what do you need? We're gonna we're gonna take your dining room over. We're going to move your fridge in there. We're gonna set up a temporary cooktop for you. We're gonna micro. Right, the microwave, whatever, so that you have a space and, you know, some wire shelving for the stuff that you need, right? We can help you do those things um, but so that you can live there. But if the work, like you said, is too extensive or if you just have a, the kind of constitution that is not going to deal well with this, think about it in your budget. I'm going to I'm gonna rent, a, you know, I'm going to go stay at the residence inn for three like months. Like during the worst of it, right? Right. And here's the thing, like back to that kitchen example, which is a great example. We do set up a temporary kitchen, and typically what we don't do is put in a temporary sink, right? And that's the, and because it costs money. It costs, you know, for us to get a plumber in to do temporary plumbing to get a sink set up in your dining room is is not inexpensive to do that, right? And and so we often don't do that, and that's the thing that most people miss the most, mm-hmm. right? Having a, having a full-size sink to be able to do dishes in or whatever because you get pretty tired of doing dishes in the powder room, right? right? Um, and so there's those little stressors that exist in the uh, in the process that uh, that w- having open conversations and so that your expectations are clear and the contract expectations are clear right. goes a long way because if everyone's on the same page, then you don't get annoyed by the fact certain things are the way they are because you knew about it beforehand, right? right? And so um, ask a lot of questions and and share your concerns. And like you said, you know, if, um, if you're concerned that in a window of time, let's say during demolition, um, you're you're most concerned about it, uh, then if you can have the ability to move out of the house, build that into your budget if you need to. Right. If you need to go to a you know residence inn or something like that, uh, uh, you know, or and if you just have a good friend or a family member who's right? not who is willing to take you in for you know a couple of weeks. Right, right, exactly, and you know, and so, so I think that's a big piece of it. But, but again, I, I circling back to attitude more than anything else, and I've just seen it over thirty years. The difference um, is is night and day, right? And we have folks who are totally pumped up about their renovation project mm-hmm. and they are they are excited in the pre-com meeting, they're excited to have the team, they become friends with the carpenter, they have a good time, they, you know, um, they're, they're engaged but not interfering, right? Um, and they're excited and, that's, and, and, and every day they look forward to coming home and seeing what the next thing was, right? Mm-hmm. And, and they see sort of the glasses half full and they're like, oh, look what got accomplished. We also then have clients who um, I've been dreading it from the get-go, and 
and all they really want is a finished project and they, they're the product and they don't want to live through being pregnant, mm-hmm. right? And they, they, they just want the baby, They just right? want the baby. And right. they want no pain and they want no tears and they yes. want no panting. So we right? will let you know that moving out into uh, an apartment is kind of like an epidural. <laughs> I like that. That's like awesome. Them, you know? So if you, it, it, and it's worth paying for. For some right. people, it's totally worth your, your state of mind to right. pay for that. If you can't get yourself into a place where you're like, okay, this is going to be an adventure. Um, it's going to be exciting and we're going to have fun. If you can't get your head there, right. then think about that, right? right. Um, and But if you can, uh, then you know, you'll learn some new stuff. You'll, see, you'll be exposed to the trades that you hadn't seen before. You'll learn you know, how the house is put together. You'll learn the, inside, the in, you know, inner workings of the renovation process. And that's all really cool and really fun if you see it that way. Right. right? So let's talk about just some little tricks that people can do right. to sort of live through the process. So let's talk about a kitchen remodel. Um, eat out, obviously. Some people say, oh, God, I gained 10 pounds during this remodel because I was eating out so much. Or there's so much sodium and, you know, in eating out. And I, I totally agree with all those things. But maybe maybe before your renovation starts, diet a little bit. <laughs> Bank those calories and just have a good time while the renovation is going on. Just right. like, you know, or do it right before Christmas. You know, you like get all nice and chubby the way Santa would like it. <laughs> um, the other thing is, is if you're going to be cooking at home and you don't have a sink, use paper. I'm I'm not a big fan of uh, of throwaway stuff um, for you know the environment, but you know for a very limited window of time, if you do not have to wash your dishes, um, use paper cups, use paper plates, um, throw the stuff out and don't worry about it. Right. Um, same thing. Use uh, if you're baking something and you don't want to cook it, use tin foil. Like there are some great recipe books of stuff to do on the grill. Right. Um, we have clients who work will cook everything on their grill the whole time so that they don't have to worry about, you know, missing the cooktop. Um, so that's definitely a way to go. Think think as if, you know, life is a picnic, right? right. It's, it's a picnic. And so, But over and above that, too, also think about the fact that that's, I think sometimes people want to make sure, I want to be a good client, right? Um, and then they don't, um, in their effort to be a good client, they may not voice or share things that they were frustrated by or things that they were not happy with. And maybe your contractor dropped the ball and maybe he made a mistake and maybe he didn't do something as well as he could have and it kind of annoyed you. Well, don't just like any relationship in your life. Don't let that stuff build up and fester, Stew, right? right. Uh, you know, you want to have a weekly meeting with your contractor to understand what's going on and to voice any concerns, or hopefully, and on the better side of things, to share some praise. Like, I want to be thankful for my lead carpenter because of the things he did this week. I want to mm-hmm. talk about that, right? So, don't let that stuff build up because there will be things that happen that don't that aren't right. There will be some problems, and that's that's okay. Right. And that's the other piece of that is when we talk about tips for living through the process. Um, Expect mistakes. Mm-hmm. Expect problems, right? Don't judge your contractor by the fact that mistakes and problems happened. Judge your contractor and your remodeling experience by how people responded to the mistakes, mm-hmm. right? So you have enough people working in a house for a long enough time, There's it's, things are going to happen. If we're doing a second floor renovation project and we're replumbing a bathroom and we took up all the plywood and now we're working on top of the floor joists and we need to relocate plumbing, is it reasonable to understand that someone might slip on a floor joist and their foot might go through the ceiling? Yes. Right? And, and it's happened. And it's, yeah. So it's not only is it reasonable to understand, it's the real deal, right. right? What you want there is not to come home from work and find a hole in the ceiling and, and sheetrock debris on the floor and having had no idea it happened, mm-hmm. right? That's what makes people crazy. What In that scenario, your contractor should have done is say, hey, Mrs. Smith, we had a little mishap on the job today. 
please don't worry about it. We're going to take care of everything. We're going to fix the ceiling. It's our responsibility. But one of the guys did put their foot through the ceiling up in the bathroom. Um, so there's a hole in the kitchen ceiling. But rest assured, we're on it. It'll be covered with plastic. Then when you, by the time you get home, we will have cleaned it up. Uh, and when we're doing the drywall upstairs, we'll patch that and paint that as well. Right? Right. And, and so those are the kind of things that can happen. And they're real. And they'll happen, they'll happen in your project. If you let those things you know, put you into a, into a tailspin emotionally, um, then that's your, that's on you, right? As long as your contractor's doing the right thing, uh, give them some latitude and, and work with them a little bit. Right. Right. So can we get back to the little tips? Yeah, sure. It's just like... All over the place. You are. Yeah. <laughs> it's all right, though. So, uh, so eat out often, uh, use paper, um, take long weekends away, right? Like this is a chance to sort of catch up on a little vacation. Do your plan your vacation in the middle of the worst of go. it, right? Like if you if you said, "Okay, I normally go away for a couple weeks or a week in the winter. Um, this year I'm going to I'm going to do it during this renovation because I can always check in, right? I can always use the phone and check in and see what's happening. My contractor can send me pictures, whatever. But um, but I don't have to be there for that week. And that's going to be a nice stress release for me too, right? Yes. You know, just to be to be gone. So do that um, if you're working on a bathroom. Say you're working on your master bathroom. Here's a great way to get in shape. Join a gym right. with a with a bathroom, right? Shower. Like go to the gym every day and take your shower there. Do, do all your stuff at the gym. You'll actually get a great workout in. That will help relieve your stress. And you don't have to worry about the fact that you're not in your, in your regular bathroom. Exactly. Right? Um, that is a big thing, you know, when we're talking about relieving stress, just... You know, meditation, exercise, you know, going for a walk, right? All those things that help your mental health just in any kind of environment will help your mental health as you're going through this stressful time. So remember to take care of yourself in that process because it is stressful for a lot of people. Even when everything's going well, you know, the disruption is stressful. So just make sure that you're taking care of yourself in those ways. Get a massage, right? Do, do the little indulgences, you know, do, do nice things for yourself to make it uh, better. Um, a great place to go to when you're, especially when you have kids. Like, where am I going to go with my kids, right? If it's summer, that's easy. You spend a lot of time in playgrounds. Libraries are a fantastic place to go and spend a lot of time in the winter months. So, um, you know, take your kids to the to the library every day. There's a great place for them to play. Every library has a great children's room. They'll become smarter by the end of the project. You'll get them into Harvard. You know, like it's a win-win. <laughs> so. Um, you know, there's ways to deal with these things. You know, set up lots of set up lot of lots of play dates with your friends. You know, just say I'm gonna have this project going on. Um, I, I really want a play date for my kids every pretty much every day after school. Right. And enlist your friends in helping with that process right. so that you guys are out of the house. So there's yeah. ways that you can you can work around this. It just takes a little planning. And I think the yeah, so I think the big picture is like one of the themes that we've been talking about throughout this whole show is is planning, right? Planning the project mm-hmm. and and making sure you get the project you want, making sure you understand all the pieces of it. Now, you've done all that work and the contracts are signed and the checks are written and you're ready to launch. Now you got to plan this part of it for, for you as well, right? Mm-hmm. For your mental well-being, for your overall. And, 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 you know, we're trying to give you some tools that will put you in a place where you can be number one happy and and that good client that Mm -hmm. you want to be because is it is it more helpful to be a good client absolutely you know people that are working on your project if you're fun to be with and you are an enjoyable person to spend to to work for the the truth is human beings are going to do a better job for you yeah should it matter 
it really shouldn't matter, right? You should get a signed contract and your contractor's obligated to build the project, you know, no matter how you behave. Okay. Um, but I'll tell you, you'll get more out of people and you'll have a better experience if you come into it with a smile on your face. Right, because it, ultimately you are also one of the leaders of this project. Right. And, and good leaders know how to motivate people to actually want to work and do their best work. Right, exactly. That's exactly right. And, and circles back to the whole idea of trust, circles back to the whole idea of making the right choice in the beginning and doing your homework. Because when everybody trusts each other, um, it just goes so much more smoothly mm -hmm. and everybody can have fun in the process. And it, re and it really, we're highlighting all the things and the, the, the foot through the ceiling and all that kind of stuff that, that's real and the dust and debris. But um, it should be exciting. It should be fun. Right. It should be like going to the hardware store with your parents or with your father on a Saturday morning. Right. right. It should be that fun and exciting thing. Yep. And also, here's two things. Learn to forgive yourself and also learn to apologize. So yeah. here's Great two, point. two big things. Really good point. Um, if you lose it, and everybody does, right? You're in that you're in that labor room, and you just screamed at your your OBGYN, <laughs> or your you husband. know, right? Or your husband, or whoever it was, and and it wasn't born out of anything that they did wrong. It was just your own frustration, and you were letting it go. So one, forgive yourself for doing that, because that's a human reaction. Second, apologize, right? right? Like if you really do take out something on somebody, your carpenter, your you know your your project manager, your designer, whatever, and you acted in an irresponsible manner, just say, you know what, I was really stressed that day. I'm sorry I did that. It was inappropriate, and own it. Um, because, again, just repairing that relationship is important, and you probably will lose it. Almost everybody does. Yeah, we, and, and we've talked about this a little bit in other shows, but we call it remodeling fever. And in our company, we actually train our guys to try to be expecting it. And, and it doesn't, thankfully, it doesn't happen all the time. But there are, there are times when people are just, like, sick and tired, and they just feel overloaded, and they don't even know it, right? And nothing's gone wrong on the project, and, and you know, one morning, the contractor, walk, the carpenter walks in to begin work, and the client unloads on them for a project that's actually going pretty well and is on schedule, right? Mm -hmm. um, but they're just sick and tired of no no kitchen sink, and they're sick and tired of of you know d uh, debris and disruption and having to sort of be sequestered in a part of their house, and it just built up, and they kind of unloaded. And the next day, they come back. And say, I'm really sorry. You know what? I just had a rough day, and you guys are doing great, and we really appreciate it. And I just so your contractor hopefully is in a place where they've seen that before and they know what that's like because we work with human beings, right. right? It's human beings, you know, doing the work that we're, we're and working for human beings and we're all going to have those issues, right? right? And like you said, uh, identify that, know that, own it, mm -hmm. um, and uh, and make make uh, amends when you need to. Mm -hmm. It's totally okay. Yep, it is right? totally okay. Cool. So living through the experience, it's a big, um, it's a big topic, I think, that... Um, that people can often gloss over because you spend so much time thinking about what your granite should look like, right? Right. But uh, beautiful granite in a, in a project that you feel miserable about doesn't really help much. So if you if you live through the experience in a positive way, uh, and that granite will be that much be more beautiful when it time comes. It will be that much more beautiful. All right. So thanks for being with us today. This is Renovation Made Right. I am Brenda Bryan. And I am David Bryan. And we are so happy that you came to listen to us today, and we hope to talk to you again next time. Thank you for listening. Be sure to check out the show notes on our website, renovationmaderight.com, and follow us on social media at Renovation Made Right. Don't forget to subscribe, and if you like the show, leave us a review.